regularly scheduled programming considering all that's happened in this really long game week 32 we're now on to game week 33 um today we're going to do a quick recap of game week 32 for me myself i had 73 points altogether. i did waste nine points on the goal on the bench uh, with my goalkeeper sanchez who ended up keeping a nice clean sheet and three uh i believe two bonus points in addition to a safe point so that had nine points on the bench i decided and i opted to go with martinez that had a nice 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 81 points um i mean it is what it is um you know we'll just take it as it comes um the average this week was 47 and um, so i'm not complaining too too much um 81 would have been nice though um but again that just um epitomizes my season um i've had really really good players had the opportunity to captain really good players as well and then um some players just waste on the bench some captaincy choices just to go awry and of course some players do not play um one of the quick things i just want to highlight this has been a disastrous purchase craig dawson just it just an epic disaster um i bought him previously i remember in the double game 19 and he had what eight points Dropped him after that because I thought, you know, West Ham wasn't going to continue doing that. And then, of course, they went on to, you know, he went on to get 9.7 points, 2.666. And then another 13 pointer at Leeds. I immediately decided, you know what, I was going to buy this guy back. He was on it. He has proceeded to give me a net total in five game weeks of minus three points. Five game weeks of owning this guy, minus three points again. Luckily for me, this time he was on the bench. But again just goes to show you sometimes data-centric decisions are just um again all they can show you is past behavior um, and it's just one of those things that's a disaster so i'm going to try to sell him but probably not this game week i do have holes in my game uh, in my team um, but again craig dawson just an epic disaster starting from the top all the game week everton two spurs two two goals from both sigurdsson and harry kane um harry kane did come off the game injured and it was unable to play in the second game week but it was nice to see sigurdsson get some revenge against his former employers um he ended the game week with 15 points with from two goals and three bonus points so really really nice to see sigurdsson at 6.8 come through they do have everton uh, in the next four games arsenal aston villa west ham and sheffield united so certainly don't expect him to continue this form he has not produced points since game week 26 or six game weeks ago when he seemed to be consistent and then just went to sleep um we then also we then oh, so excuse me for that uh we then also have um you know on the harry kane side we are watching how he's going um currently as we record this it says he's got um 75 percent chance of playing in the next game against sheffield united in game week 34 um, Tottenham do have a blank in game week 33 that is coming so he should hopefully be available um, certainly didn't see much from Spurs um, after Ryan Mason took over but again quick thing to mention is also to that point Jose Mourinho got fired after the game against um, Everton so that was uh, that was the last we saw of Jose Mourinho in the Premier League with Spurs over to Newcastle against West Ham. Newcastle 3, West Ham 2. Jesse Lingard still on it. He did take a penalty to score this time. 
Keep in mind, like I said, to start this podcast, Craig Dawson did have a red card. So West Ham did play with 10 men. Um, they even equaled the game from 2-0 to 2-2, only for Joe Willock to obviously seal the game towards the end. So certainly a valiant battle from West Ham. Great to see Newcastle almost escaping um, the relegation battle now at, the, at, this, as, at this rate. Next game of the game week, Wolves won Sheffield nil. Obviously, Sheffield has been relegated already. We did see William Jose score his first Premier League goal in, you know, what, 12 attempts now. So this is his first goal. He has been in the Premier League since game week 20 and finally got on the score sheet. I remember there was one other game where he scored and he was ruled off for offside. Been unfortunate in that regard, but finally in the Premier League scoring charts. Quick thing to mention here, Adama Traore. He's got three games now with back-to-back-to-back points. So Sheffield with an assist, the goal at Fulham, and an assist at West Ham. So that was game 30, 31, and 32. In their next couple of games, they do have Burnley and West Bromwich Albion. So at 6.0, it appears that Traore has somehow, towards the end of the season, discovered some form he might be valuable to bring in for Burnley and West Bromwich Albion. Certainly something to consider at 6.0. Adama Traore. For me, I would go defense though. Um, I'm looking at Romain Saiz. He's got in the last two games, clean sheets back to back at the Sheffield game, came out with two extra bonus points in the following game with a clean sheet as well. So six and eight for Romain Saiz. At 5.0, he plays Burnley and West Bromwich Albion next. That is where I would think to go with Wolves. I would not put too, too much money in the attack. But if you do want to take a punt on them, Adama Traore seems to be the man for Wolves going forward to the end of the season. Arsenal won, Fulham won. Of course, Arsenal just can't help themselves just to be um, that team that's just mediocre when you just least expect it. Of course, Fulham are now obviously trying to battle to finish out the season, to stay in the Premier League. They had a goal from Maja, and of course, Arsenal left it late for Inketia to score as a substitute. Quick thing to mention there, um, Alexander Lacazette came off injured, and news came out that he pulled his hamstring. So he, how long he's out is still unknown at this time, but certainly um, Alexander Lacazette is injured for the next little while. Well, I'm certainly unlucky to not be able to close out that game with a win, but it is what it is. It's the English Premier League after all. Manchester United 3, Burnley 1. Two goals from Mason Greenwood. I had just been speaking about this guy, and a while ago he had he seemed in the previous season to have, you know, discovered a way to get into the starting lineup. And then, of course, this season he just didn't seem to be on it. In the last three game weeks, just want to mention this, last three game weeks, Mason Greenwood, 15, 11, 6. That is excellent form. This is something we hoped he would have done throughout the season. But again, if this is how he wants to close out the season at 7.1, might be worth considering. Keep in mind, they do play less, I'm sorry, they play Leeds next. Um, the Sunday game, Leeds away. After that, they've got Liverpool, Aston Villa, Leicester, and obviously they close out the season with Fulham and Wolves. Of course, Fully expect Manchester United to dominate Leeds. Expect. But again, Manchester United have shown me all season that when you fully expect them to do things, they will embarrass you. So I do not recommend Manchester United players. I still currently own Bruno Fernandes because he is points FC. But again, he seems to be missing from the points lately 
No points at all again from Bruno Fernandes. And I believe Greenwood might be the way to go if you're trying to get into Manchester United's attack. So Mason Greenwood at 7.1, the most consistent attacker currently in terms of form at Manchester United. On the Burnley side, a goal from Tarkowski, um, and I believe he did get a yellow card as well. Um, Peacock Farrell replaced Pope. I did not, I'm not sure how that's gone, but certainly he also deputized quite well with five saves in the game against Manchester United at 4.0, something to consider in place of Pope until Pope gets back. Leeds won, Liverpool won. I mean, certainly one thing I just want to quickly mention, Alexander Arnold has just been on it in the last four game weeks. I brought him in and I took those eight points and I was very, very happy. He's now given me, what, eight points against Leeds, 11 at Aston Villa, 12 at Arsenal, nine at Wolves. Excellent performance. Um, Certainly don't really need his clean sheets, but if this is how he wants to close out the season at 7.5, certainly we'll take him up. He's got Newcastle next, Manchester United away, Southampton at home, West Brom away, Burnley away, and to end the season, Crystal Palace at home. No team in the top 10 except Manchester United. No team in the top 10 except Manchester United to finish out the season. Certainly, Alexander-Arnold at 7.5. Go snatch him up. It's worth it. Chelsea nil. Brighton nil. Um, great to see Brighton keep that clean sheet. Should have kept Sanchez and gotten my bonus points with Sanchez. But also, quick thing I just want to mention, Ariza Balaga played the full thing. Interesting there. I do not see why you rotate goalkeepers, but it is what it is with Thomas Tuchel. Um, Kepa played, and I believe he also played in the FA Cup um, game as well. So is he somehow back in the starting lineup? I do not know, but it's interesting something to watch there. Um, Chelsea do have West Ham next, Fulham after that, and then Manchester City. So don't really expect too much in terms of their keeping cliches at West Ham. Because of us, obviously, we've got Jesse Lingard, who's certainly trying to run for Ballon d'Or. But again, um, certainly something to consider there. Rudiger at 4.7, also something to consider. He kept a clean sheet, of course, um, 4.7 if you do want to go into Chelsea. And then, obviously, there's Rhys James as well at 5.0 for the attacking returns he's capable of. Now, of course, he did finish out this game, starts to finish, but he was rested at Crystal Palace. So... And then he came on for 14 minutes and obviously got an assist in the meantime. So something to be aware of. Tuchel certainly rotates heavily at Chelsea. Spurs 2, Southampton 1. First game, Ryan Mason. Hyungman Son took the penalty. And obviously, great to see Gareth Bale scoring again. Also, you know that you know class is permanent, form is temporary. But again, Gareth Bale at 9.1 might be worth the punt. But certainly, this is his, what, his first full game or close to full game. 82 minutes he played against Southampton. I don't believe he has played up to that all season at all. I think the most before that was 77 in game week eight. So yeah, Gareth Bale this is, apparently can play longer minutes. All of a sudden, it is what it is. On the Southampton side though, Danny Ings did score for Southampton. I do believe that this might be his last season with Southampton. Just quick thing to mention there, but it is what it is. Um, Southampton with Danny Ings. He did come off injured we do not know if he will be back. Of course, they do have a blank in game week 33. But again, uh, Danny Ings, he does also have a hamstring injury. Just quick thing to add there. He does have a hamstring injury. But with the blank in game week 33, hopefully he should be back in time for game week 34 for Southampton. Aston Villa won Manchester City 2. I remember while I was recording one of my podcasts, 
Aston Villa at the time had taken the lead against Manchester City. And it looked for all the world that once um, John Stones got a straight red card, that Aston Villa would press the advantage and hopefully go for either the equaliser or the win. But it did not happen that way. And Manchester United, and Manchester City, I should say, held on for a 2-1 win with a goal from Foden and, of course, um, the takeaway goal from Rodrigo. So two assists from Bernardo Silva. And, of course, quick thing to mention here, Gondwan has now only produced one goal in the last eight games. One goal in eight games for Gondwan. Um, so no points in the last four game weeks. Um, one assist in game week 26. One assist in, in one goal in game week 27. Nothing else since game week 24 for Ilkay Gondwan. He's had a hot streak and now seems to be back to regularly scheduled programming. 5.8 if you still have Ilkay Gondwan. Personally, I would get rid. But again, understandable if you want to hold on. He does have a blank in game week 33. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, left to me, I will get rid. 5.8. But I mean, where do you want to go after that? Um, I would recommend, um, you know, Jota, personally. Uh, and if you do not have Lingard already, go grab him. I don't know what you're waiting for. Now, last game of the game week, we've got Leicester 3 West Brom nil. Just want to quickly mention Kelechi Ihenacho. Well done. Um, senior man has scored yet again, yet again with another goal against West Bromwich Albion. I'm excited to see him in the form of his life. Priced at 6.1. He's got Crystal Palace next, Southampton, and Newcastle. Certainly want to go grab him. 6.1, go grab senior man. He is your man. Um, obviously, also goals from Jamie Vardy. And Evans, um, Johnny Evans in goal. Um, I believe, and Johnny Evans also obviously took all bonus points because he had a clean sheet in addition. So that was 15 nice points for, you know, all 1.1% of the league who own Johnny Evans. At 5.5, a little rich for my liking to play Leicester. But again, like I did say, they do have Crystal Palace next, Southampton and Newcastle. If you will not take on Evans, you may want to consider Timothy Castan. At 5.7, he provides a lot of potential for assists. Of course, he did get an assist in the West Brom game, enough for 11 points, including two bonus points, plus his clean sheet. But certainly, if you are considering Leicester's defense for the next three games, certainly 5.7, Timothy Castan, or 5.5, um, where you look at Johnny Evans. I would personally go with Castan with the 0.2 difference. They're just more likely potential for an assist. Quick thing to mention, though, before I wrap up with Leicester, they do play Manchester United after the next three really good games. The season closeout is really difficult. Manchester United, Chelsea, and Tottenham to end the season. Um, might be a grab for top four in that regard, but I fully expect that they will smash away Crystal Palace, Southampton, and Newcastle while the next competition. On the West Brom side, though, it does appear that they might be fully out of the Premier League at this juncture. They've got Aston Villa next, Wolves, Arsenal, Liverpool, West Ham and Leeds. All of them very difficult games in their own respect. Do not see um, West Brom finding points in the next couple. But I mean, it's 2021 after all. Stranger things are happening. So with that, I wish you all the best as you move on to game 33. In terms of options for captaincy, personally, I am going Trent Alexander-Arnold. There's obviously the option, of course, of Mohamed Salah playing at home against Newcastle, which is also another really good bet. Uh, Mo Salah generally at home is a good shout. And I believe now, you know, now that I've thought about it, I'm actually reverse course and go 
and Mohamed Salah. But certainly, you've got Trent Alexander-Arnold. You've got Mohamed Salah. Jota, of course, as a stretch. Um, Mason Greenwood, who's currently on form as well. You've also then got um, Kelechi Hianacho, who plays Crystal Palace. Again, similarly, the man on form. And then finally, Jesse Lingard against Chelsea, which is probably the most difficult. Um, but, you know, Lingard seems to find a way to score uh, I guess among the points. Um, the other alternative would then maybe be a Havertz at Chelsea, who seems to be somehow providing points. I quite like him personally as um, you know a neutral, but certainly if you're looking at points, that could be another place to go. Kai Havertz, he's scoring, he's also assisting. I want to give him a shout. With that, ladies and gentlemen, I wish you all the best. Game 33, start right off the back of game week 34 that just ended on Thursday. Right on the Friday, we're back again with Arsenal against Everton. And then we go all the way to, you know, the Monday, um, the 26th, I believe, um, where Leicester play Crystal Palace. So the season is about to come to a nice grand close. I wish you all the best. Peace.